Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, good whatever time it is in your atmospheric place of abode at this current time. We want to welcome you to the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I have my beautiful, beautiful co-host riding with me on tonight, Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you? Every time I hear you say something good about me, I just get even more excited, and I thank God it's such a beautiful day here in Augusta, and I'm off, and I'm able to be on the show with everybody, and we're going to talk about some good stuff, so I'm ready to get ready, sis, and I'm excited. Thank you. How are you, beautiful? I am well. I am well. I thank and praise God for his peace, strength, comfort, love, grace, mercy, (laughs) everything. I promise Amen. you, I am, I am just grateful to God. I really, really am because he's such a good, good father, and he takes care of his babies. He just, yeah, yes, he, does. he takes care of his babies, and I'm grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that. Um, yeah, so tonight we just said we were going to do open discussion. There are so many things that are going on. In the world around us, I, I feel like Sybil Wakes, like, you know, she does her newsletter, Sybil, that used to be on the Tom Joyner show, and she goes down and, and they start discussing the different things that, you know, she releases on her newsletter, and it's just like there's so much going on in the world right now, I mean, that you know, we could just grab all kind of things out of the air to talk about, <laughs> serious. There's confusion, there's upheaval, there's um, misinterpretations, there's um, uh, sheltering of of our rights. There's, there's just so much. But the crux of it from our perspective, and we're going to go into some of these things that are going on out here, but the crux from our perspective as being children of the Most High God is to keep a a listening ear to the voice of God and more than questioning what society, governments, and man is saying, we need to be questioning, God, what are you saying in the midst of all of this? And how can I properly represent you and the kingdom of God 
in the midst of all of it. That is our position that we should be taking. That is from the the standpoint we should be coming from, knowing and understanding that we are first and foremost citizens of the kingdom of heaven before we're citizens of whatever ever country we may reside in or even citizens of this earth realm or citizens of these clay houses that house our spirit. We are citizens of God and we come from him. And it is our obligation and our duty in the midst of the confusion to show people a more excellent way. And I think that that is one of the things that the quote unquote body of Christ is missing in the midst of all of this. I know you have your opinion about things that are going on. I have my opinion about things that are going on. And, the, you know, and everybody has their opinion. But when the rubber meets the road, all those opinions better be set on the side and ask, you know what, I know how I feel in this flesh, Lord, but what is your spirit saying? What are you speaking to your children? What is the more excellent way that you're calling for us to show in this earth realm? Because we are here for purpose, for destiny, and to be a living, breathing, walking example and epiphany, uh, uh, epistle, I'm sorry, epistle of God, just as Christ was. We, and and I, I've said this before on the show, but I really think it bears repeating because we lose sight of all the upheaval that was going on in the time of Christ. It was not easy for the Jewish nation when Christ walked in the flesh. There was, there were, they, they weren't free to do whatever they wanted to do. They were ostracized. Heck, they were murdered. <laughs> they, they went through all kinds of things, okay, under, under subjection of the Roman Empire and all other kinds of things that were going on. Yet Christ lived an example of someone focused on being an example of God Almighty, not getting caught up in the rhetoric of his day. And I keep remembering Timothy, 2 Timothy, when he said that every every soldier has to, cannot, I'm sorry, cannot entangle themselves in the affairs of this world, in the, in the civilian affairs, so that he may please the one that called him to be a soldier. Their commander-in-chief has to be the one governing and ruling. And I think that, you know, in, in discussing the different, the different plights and where everybody is coming from, we still have to keep in mind that God is on the throne and he is doing something in the midst of all of this madness, no matter what country you're in, be it Haiti, be it Afghanistan, be it the U.S. of A., wherever you reside, If you consider yourself to be a child of God, you've got to recognize and understand your focal point has to be from a perspective of the kingdom of God first. Now, again, you're welcome to have your opinion. I got mine. You got yours. But be that as it may, my opinion does not mean anything if it is not 
in alignment with what God is trying to do, not trying, what God is orchestrating in this current upheaval and earth in this earth realm. We we oh, I feel so passionate about this because we we get so caught up in the things that don't matter to God. <laughs> I'm serious. And we forget the things that do. We forget to love one another, whether you're vaccinated or not. We forget to reach out in in compassion and love and mercy to people no matter what country they're from or what nationality they're of. We forget all of that in the midst of all the chaotic crap that's going on in this earth realm right now. And I think that if we don't reel it in and and understand the position that God is calling us to take, we're not going to fulfill our purpose, destiny, and attend to the assignments for which we were created. So I just, I'm serious. I just wanted to put that out there. I'm, I'm on a tangent about that very thing right now within my life because, like I said, we all got opinions, but what is God saying? And one thing, if you know anything about the history of God in the midst of his people, it is when it is the most chaotic that God is showing himself the most mighty. It's when he is stepping up and saying, oh, y'all thought that was something. Let me show you who I am. Let me make sure you don't forget that I hung the moon and the stars. Let me make sure you don't forget I'm the one that keeps earth rotating on its axis so it doesn't get too close to the sun and disintegrate. Don't, don't play God cheap. Don't do it. Don't do it. So now, that being said, my sister, I'm going to let you open it up to all these various different topics and how people are getting so caught up in it that they're forgetting who they are in God. Wow, sis, that's, thank you. That That's a big platform. Let me say something. My sister and I were talking, and, uh, you know, basically about what, what are we going to talk about. I'm having a, a little situation right now, sis. I want to bring up about the shots. This is a big thing for a lot of people right now, and I'm like mm-hmm. you, sis. Please, this is just my personal opinion about it. Mm-hmm. You Don't get mad at me. This is really all about this is my opinion, and that's why we have the talk, real talk show, so we can tell, keep it real with you. But we want mm-hmm. you to call in, or we want you to um um, let my sister know about how you feel about it because that is important. But I'm talking about the shots right now. You guys, I was on a conversation a couple of Saturdays ago and uh, a Bible study basically. And um, it was the seven day event. And please, no, I'm not one, but I feel like if you're studying from the Bible, as long as I can interpret it, then it doesn't bother me as long as you're coming from the word of God. So mm-hmm. after we get off, sis, they want to have a call back because of talking about different things about the COVID shot. Now, I called back and everything, and everybody's on the line, and, you know, they were asking people's opinion about the COVID shot. And a lot of them on the line, of course, they did not, you know, they don't believe in it. 
and um, they had not taken a shot. And I said, well, I've taken a shot. And it was like, creak, 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 creak. Hmm. And I was like, hello? And they were like, okay, sister, like as if saying, because I love the Lord and I believe in God, how could I allow myself to take the shot? Well, you mm-hmm. guys, I have my own personal opinions. I've seen COVID in the real, okay? I don't know what it was called. Mm-hmm. You can call it COVID. You can call it whatever you want to. But I've seen it firsthand in my, in my mm-hmm. own home. Mm-hmm. And let me just say something to you. Not knowing the diagnosis, prognosis, because at the time it wasn't called that, but we were told everything but that. And mm-hmm. it was a scary thing to be somebody you love. You have to see them go through that process. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even after the process of it, what comes with it. Tears your body mm-hmm. down, you're weak. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're really not the same person. Right. Well, when I made my decision, sis, because, I, again, you guys, I work at a grocery store. So I come in contact with a lot of people. And first, let me just say this to you. Long time ago when this began, they were saying that the only mask that will basically can filter out at least 93% was the I-9 or I-95s or whatever mask those were called. And then, of course, everybody jumped on the mask bandwagon and everybody started getting different masks. So I believe we're wearing masks. We're covering it up. That's supposed to just um, cut back on some of when you're talking, you're spitting, or you're sneezing or coughing or something like mm-hmm. that. I get it. Well, before the mask even came out, we were always taught, sis, in old school, if you sneeze, cover your mouth. Mm-hmm. And if you cough, cover your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? And if you mm-hmm. juicy mouth, try not to talk too much. So now what's happening is this is the conversation. They're starting to mandate on different jobs stating now that um, if you don't take the shot, you can't be employed at their company. Right. Now, there are several large companies I heard that are taking this stand. Young lady that I was on the phone with a couple of weeks, she did not take the shot, but they just notified her, she told me by via email yesterday, that the shot will become mandatory. Whoever does not get the shot, they basically won't be working for that company, and it's not going to be anymore a lot of people staying at home. These companies say that they're losing money. That's another subject we're going to talk about, but they need them. In, in inside, okay? Back in the room. They need them back inside the company. Right. Okay? So mm-hmm. now, this is the conversation. What do you guys really feel about this? Because I've had some people that have taken the shot, and they are diehard shot people, and they, because we're really turning against each other, you guys. Because mm-hmm. the people that have that had the shot. Point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They don't feel like, yeah, if you didn't have the shot, they don't really want to be around you. And then you have the people that didn't take the shot, that they don't like the people who did take the shot because they feel like we're a sellout and we took the market a beat. Okay, so this is where we want to open up the floor. How do you guys feel about this? Do you feel like if the job makes you take a shot that that's fair? Do you feel like they're taking your rights away? Or do you feel like they're fair and they're justified in their actions because they're paying out a lot of sick time? They have a lot of call-ins. I know we do, you guys, because already on my job, we've already had five people that have had the shot, hear me what I'm going to tell you, that have come to work and said, I'm out for two weeks because I have the COVID. So shot, no shot, still can get the COVID, but not as bad. Some people say, why should I take the shot? 
if I'm going to get it anyway. Well, they say that if you get it, because it's not as bad to kill you dead like, like if you didn't have it. And then some people feel like if I get it, if that's God's will, I've heard this, sis, and I get it, then that's what God's way of having me to go out. I disagree with that. So I'm going to turn it back over to you, and I'm hoping that you guys call or, or, or do whatever you have to do. But this is important. Is your rights being violated? Because I'm a very opinionated person, and I like to have my own rights. Because if you tell me don't do something, I'm going to want to, I'm going to, um, do it just because you told me I couldn't, and, and vice versa. So let's open up the floor on that, sis. How do you feel about that, sis? Because I know with you, you basically have your own business at home. Would, how would you feel if you were working on a regular job, just like saying like me or something like that, and they said to you, don't come back to work if you're not vaccinated because you won't have a job. Do you feel like that's fair? Well, first of all, I do have a J-O-B that I have to answer to somebody. And I, since I've been in Atlanta, have been in the office almost every day. Um, I have not mandated my workforce to be there every day, um, but I've been there. And and key employees have been in there. Um, from my perspective, and, and this is... Um, this is how I feel. I got a problem. <laughs> I got a problem with a couple of things that you just talked about. Okay. And part of my problem is a problem, a long-standing problem, is the convenience of hypocrisy that resides in the United States of America. Okay. I'm going to put it like that. So, um, and this is a discussion that's not new to me. It, it may be new from the perspective of whether or not you get a vaccination, but it's not new as far as choice of rights, okay? So, first and foremost, it is very convenient that all of a sudden you don't have any rights over whether or not you inject something in your body, but you do have rights to kill your unborn child if that's what you want to do. Hear me. I'm please, and please hear my heart. I am not coming down on any woman that has had an abortion. I don't know your situation, and I'm not your judge and jury, okay? That's not my point. My point is you can tell me it's my body and I have the right to do what I want to do when it comes to literally taking a life, but I don't have the right to choose whether or not I'm going to let some pharmaceutical company inject something in me. That's hypocritical. That's my point, okay? Um, I, I am vaccinated. As you know, it took me a long time before I did get vaccinated. I was never anti-vaccination. I just knew I had a very bad reaction to the flu shot, flu vaccination years ago. And so I really didn't know how my body would react to this quote unquote COVID vaccination. Now, I remember being a child 
and having to get immunizations. Uh, I, from my era, have the, the little scar on my left arm, like most people my age, where we got the polio vaccine. And it left a, a scar. It, it left it on all of us. I mean, if you look at anybody, I would say over the age of 50, and you look at their left arm, you'll see a little mark there where it left a little scarring, okay? Children, even today, are being mandated to take a lot of different vaccines. And it's it's like... Parents, even for quote-unquote religious beliefs, are being told they don't have a right to say whether or not their children are going to do this, okay? And, and I know we're going to go into the discussion about parental rights as well in the midst of this. But my point is we are in such a hypocritical society, and we change on whims, Okay, we with with a, a stroke of a pen, with the breath of a wind coming through, we change our mind in some respects. Okay, but we still want to stand in other respects that is total contradicting what it is that you claim you're standing for. So, as far as and and I'm just laying laying the groundwork for what I'm about to say. As far as mandating you be vaccinated, I do not agree with that. I agree that you have a choice. I do agree that God gave us wisdom, okay? This this stand that if you get vaccinated, you don't have faith. I'm sorry, God gave us common sense and wisdom. So if I feel that getting the vaccination is good to help me not get sick or not get as sick, who are you to tell me that I am a person of little faith in my belief in God because I did that, because I used wisdom, okay? Likewise, I so totally disagree with churches that are mandating you've got to be vaccinated to come to the house of God. Like, come on now, really? So it's like you, you, society is so fickle. This is why I led off the show the way I did. Like, we, we better be yielding to the, the voice and the guidance of the word of God and the spirit of God and not get caught up with this fickle society in which we live, because at a stroke of a pen, they'll write a law, or they'll, they'll, they'll downplay a law. They'll do whatever they want to do. They can tell us that they're not going to sign the Voting Rights Act because it's not needed, but then at the same time, initiate laws that make it more difficult for certain people to vote. Okay, they can at the stroke of a pen say that abortion is wrong, but at the same time, in other places in the same country, you can get an abortion up to eight nine months. It's like we are we live in a fickle society. 
It really, really is. So I think it's even, it's more deeper, Tam, than just you losing your rights. Because what rights do you really, really, if you really want to come down to it? In the United States of America, that's supposed to be the freest country in the, in the land, what rights are really yours, really? When at a stroke of a pen, Congress can enact something. At a stroke of a pen, the Supreme Court can, can change a ruling or a law. If you don't get to that place where you recognize and understand that your core being has to be from God and you have to trust him in, in your decisions and how you go forth in things, then you're going to be in trouble either way you go. Because you know what? There's literally people that love the Lord with their whole heart standing on both sides of the aisle. And it's crazy because we turn on one another over this foolishness. Seriously. It's like if you're vaxxed, if you're not vaxxed, God can do what he can do in your life either way. And and he leads us in his way that pertains to where he has us as individuals going. Now you I'm, you know me, I I'm I'm gonna keep it real real with you. The only reason <laughs> The only reason I got vaccinated was because I love to travel. And they were talking about, you know what, you're going to be mandated and you can't get on these ships and you can't get on these planes and you can't go nowhere without that little vaccination record. I was like, oh, really? Uh, Let me go ahead. But before I did that, hear me, before I did that, I prayed because I waited until I think it was April before I got vaccinated. And, you know, they have been doing vaccinations since January. I waited. And somebody, actually my brother, said to me, sis, just pray about it, please, because I'm concerned. And I'm like, "Mm, well, that makes sense. Let me pray about it. And I didn't do it until God gave me the peace to say to me, you will not have a reaction. I was like, okay. And I kid you not, I did the one and done. I was actually on the road that evening on my way to Arizona with my granddaughter for her, her, her other grandfather's memorial service. I was cool, had no reaction whatsoever. But I prayed about it. So I'm believing that people need to go back to the altar, Tim. And it's like, what is God saying to you? He may tell one person, no, because you're going to have an adverse effect to it, so don't do it, but I got you. Where he'll tell me, you're going to be fine. It's okay. Go ahead. See, that's my point. It's, It's like, We've lost our way. We've lost our way. And we're listening to the quote-unquote people that's in authority in this country. And if you really sit down and listen to them, you'll be nutty as a fruitcake. Trying to figure out which way to go, which way is up. Yes, yes. You'll be nutty as a fruitcake. I'm serious. We've got to get back to that place of God, what are you saying? What is your directive for me? 
What is your director Amen. for me? I get it. I, I, I get it that companies are trying to keep all of their people safe. I get it that churches are trying to keep their parishioners safe. But I don't get where you're going to all of a sudden mandate what I can and cannot do in the name of safety, but you can't do it in the name of life. No, I got a problem with that. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm as as um um what's the little kid's name that has his radio show? I'm just keeping it 100. <laughs> Willie Moore Jr. Yeah. I'm just keeping it 100. Right. So that's my feeling. Well, I'm gonna tell you guys. I was waiting for my sister because everything she's saying, I'm with you on that one, sis. And while you were speaking, I was feeling to myself, I got something I gotta say. Okay, so I take my 13-year-old one time to the doctors and because uh, I knew some, I was feeling as a mom some stuff was going down. Mm-hmm. So as she was getting ready to go in, when I took her to the doctors, she said something to the nurse. And as I was walking, the nurse informed me that I had to go back and sit in the lobby. Excuse me? Okay, you know that didn't go over well. But yeah, I was I'm still sure holding my Jesus peace, trying to be a good person. And a child of God, I don't always make it. But let me just say this day, I was I was pretty good. So I said, excuse me, what do you mean I can't go back? Well, she preferred not for you not to go back. Excuse me? Well, un, uh, they'll give you a little pamphlet over there and explain the Miranda Act law, blah, blah, blah. So when she gets done, I was like, okay, can you tell me what's going on with her? I'm not allowed to discuss that with you. Excuse me? Now, you guys probably go, she is tripping, but I know somebody out there has gone through that, and if you haven't, you need to check it out for yourself. Thirteen. What they informed me was some lady that went through her daughter and some privacy. I'm not mad at her for whatever decision, but it made it a law, basically, okay, that your child has rights at that age. You can't vote, pay bills, buy groceries or nothing at that age. Now, that's the only time to me you may not have certain rights as a child. So, sis, what I'm trying to say is you're going to tell me that I don't have the right to know the information of my 13-year-old, but I told the lady, but I I think you expect me to pay that bill, right? Is she going to pay it? Okay, that's one, like you're saying. We're so hypocritical. So I'm Mm -hmm. on the line with some people, and they're discussing about, the vaccine and not getting it. And at the end of everything, they said, we're going to open up prayer. Can we pray? Can you please pray um, for, let's just say, the Williamson family? They just lost their brother to COVID. Mm. Excuse me? Mm. Come on, you guys. You know what's going on down here in Augusta, sis? They were talking about literally paying people to go take the vaccine. My oh, they've been doing that across the guys. country, doing right. million-dollar well, drawings and all kind of things, all, all these yeah, things. Okay, so let me just say this. No, you're taking my right away, but if you give me $100, I'll go. Hmm. And some of y'all may not even go low as $100. I ain't mad at you. But if they offered you 1000 would you go? Because if you would, and you can measure that, then why can't you go to God and ask him so you won't have to settle or Thank straddle you. either Thank way it goes? 
So what's happening now, you guys, this is why we open it up. Because what we're trying to say is it's so hard right now with everything that's going on. This COVID is really real. And I know people are still, what people need to understand is people are still dying of other things. There's uh-huh. still cancer. There's still uh-huh. AIDS. There's still diabetes. There's still everything. Other, there's still pneumonia that's taking uh-huh. people out. Please believe me. And I believe that diabetes literally overtakes cancer right now. That's even scarier. So there's other stuff that's still going on, not just the COVID. Let us not yeah. get lost in it. We need to look at it as a sign of having us distracted. Because if you're a Christian, a child of God, and I and you didn't get vaccinated and I did, and you got a problem with me, hmm. you need to reevaluate your walk. Thank you. And your relationship with God. Thank you. I promise you. Because you got to hear me what I'm saying, you guys. I went into work a couple of days ago. I don't know what happened. Some kind of devil jumped on me. Before I left, I was already reasoning. And I was having a conversation with the Lord, but the devil was on my shoulder. So what I'm saying is, I'm not human. I'm human, but I err. So what I'm saying to you is, I did kind of cut up you guys a little bit, and I kind of let myself be known, but maybe I showed the wrong side and not the side that I should have shown. But when it was all over, I reevaluated myself, and my spirit began to, I was like, wow. How many souls, by you acting like that? It could have been out there that you could have gained and maybe you lost. So what I'm saying to you guys is, if I can reason with myself with that and I'm not perfect, then you need to have a conversation with God and say, what's best for me? If it has to come mm-hmm. up, it comes up. If mm-hmm. I'm on a job, Father, and they mandate me to do it, I'm going to pray about this. Mm-hmm. Because maybe, you know what I'm saying, for whatever reason. We're not telling you that, oh, my God, go take it. If, if you believe in God, if you don't take it, be wrong. We're not saying that. Don't nobody get this twisted. We're saying, what do you feel about it? And if you don't know and you have concerns, talk to your doctor. Then sometimes you can't go that route. Talk to the Lord in prayer because that's your first route. That's your first route. And he that, will settle one. your spirit. He will settle your spirit. Because I'm like you too, sis. When they said they may mandate that you don't fly, and it's going to get to that, you guys. I'm sorry, but it's going to get to that. They're just easing it in little by little. You gotta, you got to feed people a little honey at a time or a little vinegar. Because if they can taste it and know that they're drinking vinegar, then it's a problem. So they can ease it in. I thought about I'm here all the way in the south. My mom's all the way on the west coast. Mm-hmm. If I have to get home, ain't nothing stopping me from going. So that was my choice too as well. Yeah. So if you can settle for $100, if you can settle for $1,000 from the pay you take the vaccine, you'll do it. Then you need to reevaluate some stuff. Mm. Because then, trust me, you're not being real with yourself. Then you, it is hypocritical. Just because I got it, I still love you. If you choose not to get it, but I'm going to promise you this. What's really sad, sis, is I noticed I was listening one time to an interview with Eddie Murphy. And they said, how are you doing during this COVID and everything? He said, we're doing good. He said, but me and my family came together, and we discussed that. If you want to come over here, you got you, you, you can't be dealing with other people. You get what I'm saying? You, you got to uh-huh. stick within our family. So whatever way you guys have to do it, it's just sad because what nobody is even paying attention to, and I'm going to close it on this, 
and give you back the floor, sis, is it's division. It's causing so much division amongst us. And that's what the devil does. Yep. He divides first before he destroys. So if you guys don't wake up and see what's really going on, we're not saying. I think it's really sad because that's God's church still, not man's. I don't feel like it's fair that anybody mandate anybody in a church. The only reason why you're mandating this, and this is what I'm going to straight out say, I say in my opinion, nobody else's opinion, because of the money. You want the money, so you want them to come in. But God said, come as you are. Fascinated, not fascinated. You got to mandate some kind of rule, I understand. But to stop people from coming into the sanctuary because they're not vaccinated, it's like telling people you can't come in the sanctuary because you're, you're not clean. So that I have a problem with right there. Because I'm going <laughs> to tell you guys, my church is still not open, sis. Really? And that, and that no, it's still not open. And, and mm-hmm. my pastor said he, he's seeking the Lord on it, and he believes right now, because we have a pretty large church, you guys. We have a couple of them. He said he, the Lord is leading him not right now. So that's how he wants, that's how he's doing it. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, you guys, there's so many souls waiting in the balance. And while we're sitting here fighting about this shot, we're losing souls. People are dying. They're leaving here. And we haven't done anything but paid attention to ourselves, finances. But that's going to be another topic, too, because it's open for the floor. And I love you, sis. You go ahead and take it. So my apostle, you met Apostle Harden, my apostle here in Atlanta, um, (laughs) he put up a flyer. It's called the Embassy ATL COVID-19 Protocols. I want to read to you what it says, because when I first read it, I said, see, (laughs) that's why I like him. (laughs) Okay. First thing is the Embassy Atlanta COVID-19 Protocols. The first thing it says And it's highlighted in yellow. You are welcome to service if you are vaccinated or not. (laughs) Okay. Next point. A vaccination card is not needed to enter the church. Next point. Your temperature may be taken upon entry. Next point. Mask and hand sanitizers are available. Next point. Be sure to keep your hands washed and sanitized. Next point. If you have COVID or any infirmity, we will pray for you. The covenant of of God is not limited to the vaccinated. Next point, fear not. Every life matters at the embassy, and everyone is welcome to worship at the embassy. And then he has natural recommendations for building your immune system. Vitamin D3, 25,000 I use daily. Vitamin C, 1,000 milligrams daily. Zinc, 50 to 150 milligrams daily. Multivitamins daily. Um, Gersetin or an apple. So here's my point, okay? And, And I really, I love how he did this. He put a flyer, he's on the flyer, he's got the cross, all of this on here, and it's a real flyer, okay? But it's the the, the truth. It's the truth. Oh, and, and then he has, and this is this is protocol. If you have connected, if you have contracted COVID, please take advantage of your church services online. 
and the online information. You see, to me, that, that's the stand of the church. I'm not going to judge you whether you're vaccinated or not. And yes, I'm going to pray for you no matter what. But I'm not going to limit your entrance into the church, but but I'm going to use the wisdom of God. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking temperatures because I do care about the safety of the members. Mask and hand sanitizers are available. Yes, I want you to follow protocols. But at the same time, you're still a child of God, and why should I come against you because of your stand on what you wanted to do according to your body and how God led you? You see what I'm saying? This should be the attitude of the church. Use the wisdom that God has given you. Take precaution, but that does not mean, excuse me, I'm sorry, that does not mean you're going to be locked out of the church. And, And the fact that he gave recommendations for building your immune system. We want you to be healthy. Use what God has given us naturally. If that's your choice, even if you got vaccinated, you need to have been stepping up with your vitamins and building your immune system. Because like you said, Sam, people are still contracting, even with the vaccination. Right. But right. use, use your common sense. You still, Personally, you still need to be social distancing. Amen. Okay? I don't need, you don't need to be all up in my face without a mask on. I'm sorry. I don't know you. Amen. My is different, but you know, just Joe Blow on the street. I don't know you. Amen. So use wisdom, and not just not just worldly wisdom, but the wisdom of God. Use the wisdom of God. That's the point. And above all, treat your fellow brothers and sisters with love and concern and compassion. Not with disdain and distrust and, and hatred. I mean, that's, that is not of God. You're going to come against me talking about I don't have enough faith in God to not be vaccinated, but you're going to come at me with an attitude and with hatred in your heart because I did? That's not of right. God. Okay. I'm just saying, it it is really crazy. It is really crazy. And then what you shared about you and your daughter, okay? Yeah, I have major, major issues with that. And I promise you, me, knowing me, you know, when when she walked out, they would have been looking at me and I'm, oh, no, you you obviously think she grown and she going to pay this bill because I'm not. Okay. The same person that you let you you share her privacy. Is that right? That's oh, the one that's paying the bill. Okay. Go pay that bill, cause I'm not. Okay. Don't think I didn't tell her, y'all. I'll let her know right then. Okay. I'm not paying the bill. Well, how do you intend to pay for that? I don't know. You know okay. Mean? You better you look bill yeah, her. Right. Man, we can't bill her. She's underage. I don't know what she's gonna do. Right. I don't know what you're going to do, okay? Then that's when I came out of the Jesus. Since you know what I like about the open floor, because now that we were talking about that, first, let me tell you something. I I am, like, literally healing, just saying, God bless him for everything that he put on that. Because all churches, 
need to do something like that. I'm not telling you it is your choice. But while you guys are still shutting down churches because you're living in fear and not faith, that's what just came to my spirit to say, a lot of us are living in fear and not faith. I'm noticing now I'm changing the atmosphere, you guys, because we were talking about the shop, but I don't want this all to be about that. It's an open floor discussion, right, sis? So you guys are, we, we're concentrating now on the COVID. Now what nobody is paying attention to is they changed our right to voting. If you can't stand up and get through that door and show your ID and stuff, they're basically saying you're not really going to vote. So the elderly, are people that are in wheelchairs and different stuff like that, they're saying they can't cast, they don't want to cast ballots anymore, you guys, and drop them in the box. Nobody was paying attention when they were talking about that. Nobody was paying attention to saying basically what Trump at the time was saying is, or the, some, someone said that a piece of the law was passed that, you can't offer nobody a seat. They can't sit down. They got to be able to stand while they're in line to vote. And what people don't know is we here in Georgia, we are basically passing that. Our governor did. So you guys are worried about COVID, but there's other rights that are being violated and taken away. We gotta That's wake what I was up. Saying in the very day. beginning, it's just like, what rights do you really think you have in the United States of America? For for real, for real. You need right. to really stop but and check you, yourself. Right, and what you know what? And let me say something to you, everybody. Again, what we're saying is, you have the right to to, to say this don't matter and that don't matter. If you talk to one person about voting, it matters. It matters so much, it's even stronger, their belief on that, than than the corona or taking the shot. So what I'm saying is, see, I get it now about straddling the fence. I didn't get it before, you guys, and it came to me while my sister was talking. And what the Lord spoke to my spirit is to tell you guys, straddling the fence is, you're either going to believe it and stand on it or don't. You're either going to do it or don't. It's what you guys think because we choose Christ and say, trust in the Lord. We love you either way it goes. We're not straddling. We've made a choice and a decision. If you're on the other side and say you don't like the people that are not vaccinated, something, that's not, that's not right. If you can be, you, you believe in this but don't believe in that. Uh, I don't believe in taking a shot, but I believe in abortion then you're struggling with that because we have it twisted. You have the right to think anything you want to. You have the right to believe anything you want to. That has always been our right. But in this moment, in this hour, we need to make good choices. That's what I told the Lord. I don't have time to make stupid decisions, even though I still do. But I don't want to make as many as I used to. So I really need you to lead me in this because I don't want to walk away like I used to on jobs and, and, and throw up the finger that's probably not the finger of correction hmm. and I'm gone. I can't do it. 
when it comes to my kids, I can't just say anything anymore. I have to either say what I need to say to them right, or you need to silence me. So it's so many different things, but this is what this is all about, you guys. They're shutting down the churches so we can't go in there and assemble ourselves together and pray. Because if two or more touch and agree, then we would be in the midst. Because it's really hard to do now when you're out in public because a lot of people don't want to be touched. And you've got masks and a lot of stuff is going on. So it's shutting down the enemy. It's shutting down the power of prayer together as a unit. I'm not saying that you can't pray by yourself. Because the word of God says you can take down 10,000 in flight or more. But when you come together and you agree, hmm. then it really battles down the enemy. The Spirit of the Lord told me to tell you guys, stop getting this twisted. We brought this up because we're telling you all the mess, all the confusion, all the division, all everything this has caused. And the spirit of the living God is not of confusion. Who is? The devil? The Lord says, I'm not the author of confusion. So when all this stuff, we're looking at this, we're not liking each other, and we're turning against each other and all this. You guys, wake up. Hmm. Shifting the atmosphere right now with you guys. I'm shifting the atmosphere. Wake up and see what's going on. If you are asleep but your eyes are open, I can manipulate and say anything. That's what the Internet, the news, the newspapers, people, those are all social media. Those are all your carriers. You have to pray now to be even to pay attention to what's really going on. You can't believe everything you see out there and you hear you have to trust God in this season. I'm struggling. So I know there's other people out there that are struggling. Nobody out there is so up here to vow that you're not going through something in this season. But stop getting caught up with the tactics that the enemy is throwing at us. I still do. I'm not telling you you may not. But when you do, get back on track. Get back mm-hmm. on track. Please hear me. It's time to pay attention and trust God and go to him. You guys, I know it's not easy. The enemy's given us so many distractions. Our jobs, our families, our kids, our money, our this, our careers, our that, our this. And the Lord said, when I come, I'm coming like a thief in the night. Mm-hmm. A thief in the night. I changed the table on you guys again. I'm changing the atmosphere. We brought all this up to show you the confusion and the mess. In the mess. Between social media, TV, and your job, that's all you need. I promise you I know why so many people are taking antidepressant medication. Hmm. Do you guys understand that this is the time and the hour of the most suicides? We're entering into that season. I don't, if you say you don't care, 
but you got an opinion about the COVID shot, you're twisted. Go pray. My husband, they have a commercial on TV, says, uh, uh, I don't know, I think it's an insurance commercial. And he goes, try not to be your parents. No, no, you don't see that their hair is purple. Turn around. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't look. It's really cute. You have to really kind of see it to understand it. And my husband finally explained it to me. I realized, again, I'm changing the atmosphere, judging others. That's what came to my spirit to tell you guys. If you guys are in Christ and you're out there, and you because people don't get a shot or people get the shot, and you ju- then you're judging. Mm-hmm. You need to correct yourself before mm-hmm. you wreck yourself. So mm-hmm. now I'm turning it over to you, Sissy. How do you feel about that? You know, it, it, it is very true. Um, judging not least you be judged. That's the word. Um, I just, uh, my, my, whole, my whole thing is just in a nutshell, seek, seek the counsel of God. Seek the counsel of God in your choices and your decisions. Okay? I'm serious. And let him lead you, because he doesn't lead us all in the same direction. But but the one thing that is consistent with him is that he will lead you to what is good for you. He will lead you to what will better your ability to fulfill the assignment for which you were created. And I will promise you any and every day of the year that that betterment has nothing to do with you treating people like leopards based on a decision that they made. Because that is not what Christ did. That is not what Christ did. So we need to go back to the little bracelet. What would Jesus do? And recognize and understand what he wouldn't do is be the author of confusion. What he wouldn't do is be the reason why people are led astray and want to have absolutely nothing to do with the church. Because that's what's happening right now. People are sitting out there and they're looking at the body of Christ and going, why? Why? In the world. What I want any part of this quote-unquote Christianity that you guys are talking about. Because you can't even love one another. So how am I supposed to expect you to love me? And that's real. That's keeping wow. it 100 for real. That's keeping it 1,000 and some change. Man. That's past 100. It's crazy. That's crazy. But since we only got four minutes left in the show, so as always, I'm just going to turn it over to you to pray for the people. <laughs> God in heaven knows we need some prayer. You know what, you guys, before I begin, I want to say this. The last words you just heard my sister say, we need prayer. I understand the churches are shut and some are back open and now they're doing lottery. They even said my church is going to do a lottery. I'm told my last name is with an R. It'll be until Jesus come back before I get ready. I'll be able to get into the sanctuary. A lottery? If your number come up, stop playing with me. You better. What have we done? 
We've allowed this COVID situation to change. Prices jack up stuff. Everybody asking double for the year that they didn't get it. Now they want double and triple for what they have. The prices of groceries, wood, and everything have gone up. Because guess what? They had us asleep concentrating on the COVID. And while they were doing that, they were jacking up everything, raising everything. And now you look up and you go, what? Okay, because see, what happened was, okay, what happened was, when they fooled us the first time with this mess, we went out and hoarded toilet paper, paper towels, everything that we possibly can. And guess what? It's a year later. Hold up. A year later. I'm going to let you know right now I work in a grocery store. Some of that stuff, that potency ain't the same. Be kind of careful. So I'm going to say this to you. The Word of God says, take what you need. And if you take any more than that, then it will spoil. I am bad grocery shopping. I love, I don't know what it is, y'all. I love buying groceries. But I'm going to tell you something. My husband said, you gambling again? I went, what? You're gambling again? Because I maybe psychologically believe I'm going to run out. But I'm going to say something to you guys. We fight all day long, daily. We're in a spiritual battle more than we know. We don't even realize that God is going to come back. He entrusted us, America, not just Elder Colette and Tanya, not just that person, Bishop Jackson, this person or that person. He entrusted us all with a gift. And whether you feel like yours is great or not, how many people are you touching in this hour? Hmm. What have you done in this season to make a difference? In whatever age you are, look at it and tell yourself what have you done in how many years that you've been on this earth. Start at 18 because I feel like that is not, okay, no, maybe about 25. Okay, maybe not 30. But whatever it is, if you're still here and God has allowed you to breathe air on this earth, what have you done? to make a change? Have you gotten caught up and you spread fear amongst people because of what you feel about the COVID and you ain't even took the shot and now you're telling everybody out there don't take the shot because you feel this? Or have you taken a shot and this and that? What are you doing out there to help people and lead them to Christ? Because you can't make no decision for nobody's body. So you don't have a decision to tell them whether to do it or don't. What are you doing to lead them to Christ to say, if I were you, whether it's I'm struggling to or I've done it or I didn't do it, you go to Christ for yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking right now that you touch the lives and the souls of every man and woman, child, baby, spirit that are listening, whatever time it is. And I pray that this word get across through them that are listening to share this with someone, this prayer. I'm praying that you open up our hearts and our minds, Lord. As a blind man will probably say they can't see, show me. Open up my heart and the eyes of my heart, Lord, because I want to see you. Be smell. We're not perfect. You're going to fall and falter. Stop using it as an excuse. Get back up. But in this hour, we need each other. Now they provoke fear so we can't touch, we can't hug, we can't feel emotions. 
now they're telling us we can't do this, we can't do that. And what you guys don't know is they're already doing it because they provoke the fear and you entertain it and you pull it through. Father, please help us right now. We need help. Mm-hmm. We need you. Our churches, politicians, presidents, vice presidents, as low as we can go, all essential workers, all people matter. It don't matter if you're black, white, or candy strike. We don't care because that's the Christ that you are. You were always loved, always will be, and everybody keeps missing the mark. They get caught up and think it's this or that, and you say your greatest commandment was love. Please, not us, please don't let us get tied up or twisted up in the everyday mundane. But let us share a love or laughter or a kind word, a reason, a season, or a seed, or a deed in this time of hour. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love you guys so much. Please be encouraged. And we hope you share this with someone. We hope you said something to help you right now in this season and in this hour. I love you, said so much. Love you. Absolutely. Have an incredible week. Lord, say the same. We will be back with you next weekend. Same God time, same God channel. Same be God well. channel. We love you guys. I love you, love Seth. You. Love you, too. Let's keep it real.